And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. She's a writer and producer and ghillie suit wearing seducerer. It's Wendy Molino. And he's a comedian, writer, and former rancher who used to lie under the wide open Nevada skies and dream of one day moving to Los Angeles to pursue his dream of staying inside for three years to avoid a deadly pandemic. It's David Huntsberger. Dark Tone Zone is here to marry his pillows. He loves him so much. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way he gets pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little candlestick salads. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Megan P. I don't know if you're familiar with the candlestick salad. She said when she submitted it on Patreon, Google it. And I did Google it. And what a feast for the eyes and the senses. This is a salad and I say that loosely, that was popular apparently between like 1920 and 1960. It is a bed of lettuce. It's some pineapple rings. And then it is a banana shoved vertically into the pineapple rings with just a cum-like mound of whipped cream on Gross. the tip. It's so disgusting. And a maraschino cherry, perhaps cottage cheese can be used. I don't know where it is like the headline in the cookbooks have headlines is like the retro salad that'll make you blush. It is supposed to look like a candlestick, but it is the most phallic looking novelty salad I've. And again, it's not really a salad salad. I've pass, pass, pass it. Get the fuck out of here. Ever seen. And if you know amusing novelty salads or just straightforward non-novelty carbohydrates, you can submit them if you become a member of my Patreon where we do all sorts of fun stuff, behind the scenes content. Just today, I put up a video of my kids talking about the extra special breakfast that Daniel got them yesterday. Uh, and then there's episodes of the friend zone with all sorts of hot gossip and other stuff. Uh, you can see a video of the Thursday show that we're recording right now. Uh, and uh, a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. Subscribe for a year and you get two months free or just do it month by month. It's really up to you. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'm very excited to that's, welcome. That's a good... <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> little uh, little soundboard mishap there. No no big deal. We can move right along. Keep it moving. I'm not going to. I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to listen to it till like you get it right, Tony that's Paxton. A good, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> Perfect. Is that what you want? <laughs> Is it just not playing? No, it, it I just it was it was user error the first time, but Well, can you I mean, make yeah, it? Yeah, it's the soundboard. It's not me. Just can you make it go the full way? Because it's that's a that's a, that's a, that's a now you're just doing it to drive me nuts. Yeah, <sighs> very excited. <laughs> no, look, I'm so easily frazzled. Very excited <laughs> to welcome my guest to the show, Wendy Molyneux. Welcome Hi. back. Hi. Hello. So good to see you. You too, David Huntsberger. Welcome back as well. So good to see Hello. you. Nice to see you as well. A dynamic fan favorite duo. 
cannot wait to catch up with both of you and to let Wendy know that a little something's been happening between Dave and me that is going to make her crazy. And it's, oh, I know that no. sound, <laughs> sounded sexual, like the sexual things that go on between you and my husband. Yeah. But well, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, <clears throat> sexual stuff goes on between adults, Allison. You have to learn <laughs> to deal with it. You have to I learn know. your friends can do sexual lawn maneuvers with your husband. <laughs> and you, if you're modern, shouldn't say anything about it. Just deal with it and get I involved just, with David Huntsberger. <laughs> I can't get I can't get with the times. I'm just no. an innocent. I'm an innocent at heart. I'd also like to say hello, welcome to the show. My husband, who I guess is doing sexual stuff with Wendy in the lawn. Hey. On the lawn. Off and in. Uh based on my the time I used to spend in malls and specifically in Spencer's gifts I used to think that all adults all they all they did when the kids weren't around was sexual stuff yeah <laughs> but, but was it like fun sexual stuff involving dice I mean look there were games there were edible things cards it was all very uh uh advanced for my young brain yeah and now that I'm now that I'm advanced, I still don't understand it. Eighties and seventies and eighties were a weird time. I feel like there was like I'm trying to think, and I, this is revealing quite too much about me. But maybe there was a six months where my energy level and my maturity level crossed, where it was like I'm ready for the Spencer's gift selection of sexual novelty. Action. And then I was like, now I'm too tired and I'm too old and I'm too married. You know, I'm glad everyone agrees with me. I mostly <laughs> remember that Spencer's gifts had the fake poop and the fake barf. Now, are those sexual items to you, in your opinion? They can they, be. They are definitely. They're definitely. <laughs> um, I guess you could use the poop in very easily in a sexual way because it. Yeah. The shape and the you know oh, plastic. Yeah, you I mean, I like poop. I think poop works. <laughs> and uh, then the barf. I don't know. Is it doesn't have as it doesn't suggest itself as obviously from its shape. But with a little create a little mm -hmm. creativity goes a long way, as they say. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know how they the use the barf. Is the back of the store. What right. I would do sexually is like what's fun is you have a one night stand and then the person gets up to like, you know, go to the bathroom or whatever. And <laughs> then you put the barf like on your stomach and go back and they're like, oh no, did I barf? You know, and I forgot. Like you put it on there and you're like, shit, oh no, I must have barfed during sex. Oh yeah. And they've already maybe got like a towel, so they're like, let's just clean it up real quick. And then, and then they touch it and it's plastic and you have a good laugh. See? Or you could just replace it with poop. And so when they come back to get the barf. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. When oh, I was no. cleaning the barf, I pooped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like turned to away after cleaning, poop shot out onto their stomach. I I like to take the novelty barf and put it on my chest oh, and then be like, idea. you were so drunk last night. Do you remember this? But also did Allison, do they wonder, Carl, did my dick barf? <laughs> you know, like were they, especially right. if like something occurred and then you've replaced mm. it with the barf. Yeah. Like, oh no, I have the penis barf. Right. <laughs> they're they're ripped. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. get out of there and mm -hmm. they don't even talk to you. 
And right. The rest of their life, they replay it in their mind. Like one time, my penis threw up. Totally. They yeah. Because people that. Yeah. This is probably a good I time to tell you guys. I'm very religious now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on one second. Let's introduce Tony and then let's oh, delve shit. into I'm your. Sorry, I went on a whole team. No, this is Tony likes no, this it. Is, this is still this early. Is for standard most protocol. Of oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Tony. Welcome to the show. I've decided to introduce you this time. Thank you. That's a good. That's a good. That's a. That's oh, a good boy. Day. Uh, this again. Did you know that David has become quite spiritual and religious and that he f- is taking offense to this? Yeah, he and I, I, we hung out at church all day yesterday. Okay. David, yeah. has your penis ever thrown up? I, we do not talk about that in my religion. That is way out of bounds. <laughs> also, this is way too I wasn't gross. married to these people. Well, even still, the <laughs> combination of words is offensive to me. I, I say duty. I say privates. I mean, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm inside here now. Dad. Shit, poop, diarrhea, farts, butts. Yeah. Can we talk? Okay, so, so let's clean it up a minute and talk about the sexual okay. stuff between Wendy and Daniel in the lawn. Now, I don't it's know very if... very clean what we do. So I don't know if... Good everyone knows about this countrywide or if this they probably don't but right now in southern california we are experiencing a severe drought and you're only allowed to water two days a week there's just very strict watering protocol daniel and i now have a we shower in the most unpleasant way which is we have a large bucket in our shower to catch the water from going down the drain to then, mm. what do they call it? Gray water? Gray water to water the plants. Why is it gray though? Because that's the color when it's like got a Just little bit of soap in it. Give it a name so that you know that it's different than drinking water. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're now catching our runoff water to water the plants. It is not, there's something so, I'd like I'm happy we're doing it. And by mentioning it, I am hoping to virtue signal, but it's very, it feels non luxurious for lack of a better word to have a giant oh, bucket in your shower a giant in your paint shower bucket <laughs> in, in the middle of your shower <laughs> to negotiate a giant paint bucket which then like when i'm washing the you know and then i kind of kick it out of the way and then i kick it back and then i'm sorry i did fill up the bucket and then my shower did continue we need like another bucket it, and then we have I an like even bigger it. bucket to dump our bucket into what it does let you know if you're taking too long a shower because once that bucket is full yeah it's, like, it's a, kind of a big bucket Mm, I know. I know. Um, But anyway, this is totally. So we have a lawn, and I have been trying in vain to keep it alive by you're allowed to do hand watering by like, it's really a Sisyphusian task. We just need to let it die. It's the spirit of the times. But I've been trying within their rules, like you can hand water within these times. So I'm like going out in the middle of the night and hand watering our lawn, which is kind of insane. Wendy, I'm sorry if I got you wet if you were out there in your ghillie suit. Uh, But I'm just (laughs) out there in my ghillie suit. I'm sorry. No, I wondered okay what that because I'm was. not allowed to be watered just also as a person. There's also restrictions on me, like very specifically. I'm not allowed to be watered. And so it was actually a really big treat for me. Does that tie into the Colorado River? Where does that come from? Hmm? Why can't you be watered? Does it tie into the drought? Yes. Uh, I was being watered too heavily by my family. 
<laughs> and so I was forbidden. I was what I was doing was, and this is my fault, showering around the clock. I had gotten confused. You know how babies get confused like day for night? Yes. I got confused. Like usually you go like most of your day and then you shower for 15 minutes and then you have the rest of your day. I had gotten it backwards. So I was showering yeah. all day and then I had 15 minutes out of the shower <laughs> and then back in the shower all night long. So I had mixed it up. And so <laughs> the state of California got wind of this, of course, because of our high water usage. Uh Gavin Newsom came to our house. Oh wow! Um, and he did you find him attractive in person? Executive orders in, in did I find him attractive? Yeah, I mean, it was hard because the door was very steamy. <laughs> Come on, and he did enter my bathroom. Oh wow! Because the governor can go in any part of your house. Yeah, it's an totally. old law. Yes, um, he can go in anywhere, whether you're showering or not. <laughs> but especially if you're showering, he may it explicitly states he may enter any room where you are showering. Mm-hmm. But you didn't get wind of the arrival prior. Honey, there's a limousine. I think the governor's here. Yeah. And his limousine has his name really big. It's an orange limousine (laughs) with black writing that says Gavin Newsom (laughs) on the side. And so he pulled up. So Jeff knew. But I think Jeff was just as anyone would be starstruck. Um, And he waltzed straight in. Um, carrying, he carries a boom box that, <laughs> that plays everybody dance now at all oh, times. So he comes cool in. Cool as fuck. Surprising. Yeah, he comes in out of the orange limo boom box right up the stairs. He can follow the sound of the shower and he says, I declare this woman may not be watered any longer. And it turned the shower off right then and there. He kind of reached his hand and he didn't see anything. I was going to say, did you cover your privates, David? I used I your language. I appreciate oh, wow. I was tits out, but he <laughs> reached his hand and you know how you kind of can reach your hand and yeah. just, you know, turn it off. So he turned it off. He didn't see anything because it was still so steamy. And then, um, he left, I did ask him to hand me a towel. <laughs> did it short out the boom box? Huh? Oh, he used his other hand, not his boom box hand. Oh, okay. That's good. Smart. So it was still like, Ding. It was it. Did you start dancing? I mean, is that his thing? Like when you hear it, you have to start dancing. No, to me, it's like a song, not a commandment. You know, but when the governor's playing it, where he goes, it feels like he's saying. Doesn't something. doesn't the Do governor? You, have- I'm sorry. Are you placing the governor above God, David? <laughs> yeah, that's part of my religion. Oh, we respect any authority figure, especially those duly elected. Mm. Wait, what? Tony, you were there at his what? church. I, so, what does that have to do with? I didn't say that. that was oh, just, you're right. It was, was Betsy. I was, yeah, I was speaking. Was Betsy. That was Betsy speaking for the listener. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She's our ombudsman. Yeah. Um. Well, so what I was wondering is with the new drought, how that's going to affect the whatever. And I'm forgetting the romance between Wendy and. I can't track it either. I think Daniel is attracted to the. Daniel, you're attracted to the lawn, right? Oh, it's gonna so it's gonna affect you, Daniel, because our lawn's dying. You're attracted to the lawn. Wendy dresses in a well, ghillie been, suit. Well, yes, but she's also been rolling herself in artificial turf since we don't have as much lawn sh- uh, shavings. Okay, that so, makes sense. Um, so what she does is she she positions herself out there and mm-hmm. then gives me new underwear. <laughs> That's no, right. I think that this all started with. Um, I got Jeff underwear Allison, for some reason. We were, we were pretending that Allison was buying clothes for my husband and that as mm-hmm. revenge, 
I would come over in a ghillie suit and lay in the lawn because you're attracted to the lawn. And I wanted yeah. you to get interested in me because Allison was buying clothes for my husband. It's this bit is untraceable. <laughs> I just want to know, does Gavin still bring the fly guys with him or is it just is the music just him now? I think just budget cuts. It's just him. Man, that's that's just tragic. So speaking of the boom box, this brings me to something that's been on my mind. Uh, And I think it's on the mind of all all the listeners of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. On Monday, the Monday episode, I had a woman named Babs Gray. Uh, She's a comedian. She's great. She's doing uh, a limited run podcast called Babstinence where she's giving up drinking for a year and to keep herself accountable. She's doing a podcast about it. So she came on and and we talked about um, drinking and a lot of stuff. Uh, However, and I forget why, at the beginning, Tony and I and Babs were talking about, again, I can't remember why, but we were talking about listening to when we were kids listening to music on a car ride and putting a cassette in your Walkman or as Tony says, your Walkmen. Tony makes it plural. And so then we were trying to remember what is it really called? Now I maintain it's Walkman. For Tony, it's Walkmen. What what did you guys I, say? In in my head though, I still it, it's not even Walkmen. It's Walkman. It's like 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 yeah. David Letterman. <laughs> Okay. It's spelled M-A-N, but it's Walkman. You say in my Walkman. You don't say Walkman. Hmm. Oh, wow. We always explain the difference. Thank you. So I agree with Tony. It is still spelled Walkman, but I would never say Walkman because I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the problem. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, Let's see. Hard. Let me grab my let me grab my Human League cassette. I wouldn't even call it, call it a tape. Let me grab my tape and put it in my Walkman. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, no, my Walkman. I would say Walkman because I'm not cool. Maybe that's an Orange County thing. Maybe. David, what do you say? I think it's a West Coast thing. I remember saying Walkman. Put in your Walkman. That's what you, you said? You said Walkman? I think Walkman, yeah. I think I say Walkman, oh, too. weird. Yeah. We were in Nevada where it felt it was prohibited to say hella, so there was a limitation on coolness just to begin with. Like adjacent to it. So my See, California people might have said Walkman, and we were like, unfortunately, we're not allowed. Um, I'm from Southern California where we also didn't say hella, but when I hear hella, to me, that doesn't sound cool. But that's same. It sounds awkward. That's very regional. Hella is Northern Northern California. California. That's Northern California. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they also, they also have something very specific with going to the grocery store. Maybe they say going to the grocery. Is anyone here from San Francisco? I've heard people say that, but I couldn't tell you. I don't remember where those people were from. Maybe it's not that. There's something very – we need to get Gavin in, in our bathroom. Somewhat, Wendy, run your shower. That's how you summon I him, can't. right? I can't. I will literally be executed. <laughs> There's something specific about the market and San Francisco. Oh, no, I don't want you to be executed. It took me a moment to yeah. really take that in. No, it's fine. You don't care if I get put to death no, by the state for watering myself. I definitely do. I most certainly do. Yeah. It's um, hard to live under this kind of – like sort of Damocles, you know. But yeah. How are you? I'm doing it. How are you handling it? You seem, I mean, considering you seem relaxed. Thank you. Um, I guess I'm handling it as well as I could possibly be. The fact that I'll be killed by the governor if I take a shower. <laughs> um, <you know? laughs> 
<laughs> Once you accept your reality, then, you know, you can, then you can process it. I feel like I've accepted it. You know, this happened a couple of months ago. And so I, you know, I do stink. <laughs> but no shower, like none at all. Not even it cannot be watered. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It seems so yeah. s- strict. Not so it's very on. strict, but I mean, we're talking about the health of the whole entire earth. Who am I? One small person who can't bathe. Yeah, that's true. Can you Thank wash you. your hands? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, my hands are encrusted. <laughs> I'm wow. keeping them off the Zoom because I don't want people to feel scared. Wow. So when someone looks over, oh, did, uh, were you just like digging in a flower bed? You just go like, noosome, and they get it. I, I find his tactics odd in that. And not to be one of these people like, get out there and sweep the whole forest, Gavin Newsom. You're at fault for all these damn fires. I don't want to be on their side. But it seems like to stroll in with a boombox, turn your water off, just tell you. You don't have to wear a sign or anything. This is the first we're hearing about it, and we know you. Mm. It just feels like this message wasn't conveyed very effectively by Gavin Newsom. Well, I mean, I feel like I got the message. He also did install cameras throughout my house. All my sinks, showers, toilets, tubs. It's called executive governor camera privilege. He didn't trust trust showerhead. Had to go the whole tub, too. Because I could could have someone draw me a bath and then I plop myself in there. Yeah, so you know, yeah. I'm wasting again, you know. So he did put cameras throughout my home for 24 hour surveillance of me in particular to make sure I didn't get watered. That is so, seems like his time could have been better spent. Seems like he has other some things. say, but sheesh. How's it affecting now? Your- I weirdly feel like we're doing like a MAGA bit making fun of Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I feel mm-hmm. like we crossed over and maybe we're yeah. Let's maybe back out of this. Yeah, let's, I mean, it is true, everything I've said. How is it affecting your marriage? Not at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, that thing about Jeff, and this is why I bought him underwear originally, is that he's so oh, accepting. Sorry, Very I had accepting. to get it in. I had to get it in. Yeah. Very, yeah. How are you guys doing? Do you all stink? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can shower. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Sorry, not to rub it in, but we can shower. Our our grass is nearly dead, but we're okay. Okay. That's and here's the thing. Good. And I'm sorry to I'm sorry strictly if my mom hears this. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I didn't want to go public with this issue. However, mm-hmm. yeah. She, my mom when when we said we were going to do lawn grass, she really made it her personal mission to talk us out of it. Like, I think it kept her up at night and I don't really know why there was a lot of reasons. I mean, she years ago pulled her grass out and they did have like a pebble gravel situation so that if you walk around the outside, it just sounds very crunchy. Uh, And she really let us know that she really felt that us having lawn was a bad idea Mm. Um, to the point where it was like, Okay, but it's our life and it's our house and it's our yard and uh, we get it. You don't think we should have lawn. And now it's turning out that she was kind of right. And I know that I'm a grown up, but I hate that. Well, 
My memory was that her reasons were because of how expensive it was to put in and up and keep. You know, you have to get, you have to pay someone to, you know, deal with it or you, the water and all of that. And that it was, it's just a lot cheaper and to do, you know, artificial or grab. No, artificial is more expensive. I think it was all, she no. also mentioned like California is running out of water. Not when you factor blah, blah, blah. in water. Okay. Bills. Water can yeah. suck a dick. I don't like it that much. <laughs> That's how I feel. Artificial is bad, apparently. Yeah, yeah. They won't. They won't give you the. Uh, I don't know. They'll pay you to remove your turf or to like uh, make your. What do they call it? Drought-proof your your lawn, but they won't mm-hmm. do that if you do artificial. Yeah, if you do just like the um, succulents and grasses and things like that, I think. But yeah, apparently it's bad for the environment in a different way to do the turf. We're just going to do only peyote cactus. Nice. Perfect. Is that an option? Hell then we yeah, can, it's an option. We can have like a shaman come over. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell we can yeah. just do nonstop Netflix shows. Um, yeah, I'm rethinking how we're going to, we're probably going to tear up some of the lawn. And do See, we can't let my mom win. I don't mind. This is so. between us and her. It's not about anything else for me it's personally. Fine. Yeah. What was her argument b- flashing back when you were like, you want the kids to play on pebbles? Um, she doesn't like the idea of them playing. <laughs> <laughs> she gets real yeah. upset when she will send videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, look at how cute they are at the park. And and then she'll just she'll we'll get a phone call. We always get a phone call. Right. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Letting them enjoy themselves. Yeah. I thought they were just sitting in a dark room. Mm-hmm. So right, what if, what are they doing? Breathing that air? No, um, I forget what her I forget what her argument was. I don't know that we had brought it up. Wasn't it before? No, we had Elliot at that point. I honestly can't remember. I think maybe the argument was you'll take them to the park, and it was a maybe it was a OPG other people's grass argument. I don't remember it very well. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. No use to you. I here. know this is a hot topic. I say we move on. But to what, you guys? Why? <laughs> we'll stop the podcast and go get some cocaine. Yeah. There I am. <laughs> I was so wise when I said that. <sighs> Dave, do we dare tell Wendy the thing that's going to make her defriend me? If this has something to do with shuffling cards, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to log off and you're never going to see me again. I don't know so if I can risk decide. it. I don't decide. know if it's. I don't know if it's worth it. Everyone comes to a fork in a road. You know, this is like this sort of morally complex thing that like Better Call Saul was about. You know, like do you tell your friend about some fucking card shuffling fucking <laughs> thing, knowing you'll never see her again? Dave, what do you think? This is up to you. I mean, I. Uh, it's. The, there's a sound drop of uh, Daniel saying, uh, "It's Allison's show." <laughs> if you want, do you, you need to? to I think you need off. to tell. Just, I mean, sorry to get involved in what's this, the last thing we'll ever do together here. But <laughs> I feel like you do need to, you know, to explain, pre- you give the people backstory the background. Or people are okay. Be like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah, I know. You okay. Know? Well, I know. I just. 
I don't want to push you away further on, like you said, what's going to be our final conversation. But I, I suppose tell by the looks on your fucking faces that this <laughs> is going to be about cards and shuffling. Do you think that you two are any good? You don't have, for two people who are only talking about cards and shuffling, your poker faces well, what else would you garbage think about? I mean, if you were Fucking just garbage, movie, should we tell Wendy? Okay. Well, we have- there was <laughs> one other topic it could have been, and you guys really? know what it is. The topic of Capri Short. <laughs> but I knew that that one had died a long time ago, whereas this one, because I hate it so much, seems <laughs> It's such an irrational. And you will be character. when I die. You will be on my fucking grave, like shuffling cards. Just oh to, like, my god! Get to me one last time. Now you want me to die? No, so I just wish I possessed. Awful. I just the idea of shuffling on a gravestone appeals to me, not yours necessarily. Oh come on! It's such I born a, yesterday. It's such a tough dichotomy. <laughs> 52 cards, individual, all of Wendy's greatest oh. outfits in life. We sprung for that. We paid for fast shipping. We want to show it off at the funeral. And do we dare? And Allison wants to do a cool shuffle just to fan it on the casket. But knowing within there is a soul. If it hasn't evaporated or whatever it does to go up yet is fuming. Don't I'm do already it. like, you know, that thing in movies where like the person like walks into the room and you see them open the closet door and then get the suitcase out and then they don't <laughs> even take the clothes off the hanger and they're folding right, them in half yeah. and putting them in. It's the universal like movie yeah. scene. Yeah. This mentally, as you guys are saying this, I'm not listening. You've got a closet is open. My pantsuits still on the hangers are already in. That being no. said, have you ever shoved hangers into a, a crumpled up suit? Not. Not uh, fucking no. psychotic. Same. That's I psychotic. mean, I might be, but I've never Why done, would you take I've never done that. Hangers are the most annoying object on earth. Yes. The idea yes. that you would take even one with you anywhere. Right. Or even the clothes. If you're that mad, do you need outfits? <laughs> right. Yes. The goodwill or something. If you're just like, ah, these aren't my clothes, but at least I'm away from so and so. Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy Warbucks. I guess you can just afford a whole new fucking wardrobe of clothes. That's why most people don't pout and throw their shit in a suitcase because they're like, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck in this house with you. Also, living it up in a lot to think about how you're gonna move out and yeah, only live on one income if you're both working. You're right. In movies, other people also will pack like. They'll pack for you by opening up a bag and just dumping stuff in, hangers included. I think there was a scene in um, that wonderful series, Pam and Tommy. Tom and Pammy. I like Tom and Pammy. Tom and Pammy <laughs> was her version. Yes, she could finally totally tell her story. Yeah. That what was, was her it? Version. What was it called though? Was Pam it called and Tommy. Pammy? It was okay. <laughs> Tom and Pammy. (laughs) Anyway, let me just let everyone know in case it was about Tom Hanks (laughs) and his friend Pammy, who isn't famous. Pammy. Yeah. Pammy. Anyway, go ahead, Allison. Is Pammy a name though? Pammy. Is that actually a name? Literally anything is a name of you. (laughs) But I mean, but we don't know any Pammies, right? I'm sure they're out there. There's I'm like sure. a Pammy. There's the not only Pammy I know is Tom Hanks friend Pammy. The she works at a pancake restaurant and she's not famous, <laughs> but they've been friends since high school. Okay. Uh, anyway, 
I long to do fancy shuffling. Jesus, I think is <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the backstory of this is that Allison thinks it's a thing to do fancy to be shuffling able to go independent, like <laughs> independent of playing cards, which is not true. There aren't right. fancy shuffling shows. But if there were, I would like to host and star in it where you just like take out a deck of cards and go like, but also, you know, deal and just do cool stuff with cards. I tried to teach myself years ago and it like Mm -hmm. ripped the skin off my fingers and I, I documented it on my website. Uh, I tried to learn. And unfortunately, most of what I found online was just teaching myself how to do magic tricks. My son is teaching himself how to do magic tricks. And you think, oh, he alone is picking this up. No, I don't tell him, but I paved this road years before him. He is just following in my footsteps, but putting his own spit on it. It's anyway, sad. sad that he would follow you down that terrible This road. came up. Now, I can't remember. Specifically, it was like if you went over to someone's house and then- Here we are again. <laughs> the eternal which, recurrence of the shuffling bit. Which would be the which would be the weirdest was that the question which would prompt you to call someone about your friend if they did bar flare worry worry about them right Right. if they did bar flare if they did fancy shuffling or if they juggled was that the other one dave it was juggling yeah. yeah yeah and and what did everyone disagreed no, we, there was not a con- Dave and I were on the same page, but I don't remember the answer. Look, I'm glossing over it because I know that we have limited time left. We clearly, in terms made of my, Wendy in terms of our lives because, <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean that's true, but yes, also because now our, Wendy our, in our friendship we have limited time left in our friendship. <laughs> Wendy, about, I would say has five to ten minutes made it clear. That if we ever bring up shuffling ever again, <laughs> yeah, she will stop being friends with Dave and me because yep. she hates it that much. Unfortunately, mm. like Mm-mm. all, like as in all great literature, mm-hmm. nope. there's a bit of a problem. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> because I have a passion for shuffling that only grows more and more each day. Wow. And- Dave over here, the stakes are high. The stakes are high because I might lose my friendship with Wendy, but Dave has been writing audio sketches. Mm -mm. That's his passion. He's been writing sketches. They're very funny. They're very good. Everyone here has been recording them. They're bits. Star-studded. And uh, I've done a few with him. He's going to start putting them out. And he wrote one... (laughs) For me, can I reveal some details about it? Sure. Featuring a woman. I think it makes it gentle. I think Wendy will be like, oh, this wasn't as nails on a chalkboard as I thought. Because it kind of, it doesn't make fun of it, but it also doesn't hammer it into your face if you hate fancy shuffling. Right now, this is the part in the movie where then they stand like in the kitchen and they already have all the clothes in the suitcase. (laughs) And they're they're just like looking around, like as if to remember. But sometimes they'll look back on this and they'll, they know they need to go. They know it's over, 
but they want to memorize the apartment, you know? <laughs> oh, one, one last look. The door. Sometimes they look. sip some lemonade and they look at each other and kind of laugh. The suitcases hit the floor and they have a hug. And they There's no each other here. It's just me alone <laughs> in an empty fucking place because it's over. No one's here. Just me. I'm taking a little look around, but by all means, continue. I think you just heard and a car pull up outside and keys jangle. And then who's coming in the door? It's Allison. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, and then she sees the suitcase. I like, would jump out the window. <laughs> I would jump out the window. <laughs> crash to the ground below. I don't care what story we're on. I'm getting out of there before those fucking card shuffling fingers get in that door. <laughs> and we'll have it. Anyway, go on. And then you hop into your Uber. No. And someone turns around and says, No. Pick a card. Mm -mm. See, that would be fine. That's magic. That would be fine with me. And then they say, Fine. But it's a brand new deck. They have to shuffle first. Leading to magic, that's fine. But you are not leading to magic. You just want to shuffle cards as entertainment. It's true. No one anyway, is interested in that. I am. So anyway, this character that he wrote, and boy, what an arc she has. She's uh-uh. a former music journalist who loves Whoa. shuffling. <laughs> it was the greatest role. It was the role I've been meant to play. I, I truly. Agree. It was like such wish fulfillment for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's the role you were meant to play. Mm-hmm. Only I could play. Yeah, it. no, I agree. Only you <laughs> could possibly <laughs> want to do that. Thank you Literally for this. Thank you for this her. gift, David. You are welcome. The, oh sh- this, the scripts involve a lot of we hear cards shuffle in this uh-huh. dialogue, and uh-huh. Alice was like. I, in all caps, love this. I don't think anyone else would respond that way. Just being brought in sensorily uh, to hearing the cards and, and being, you know, exposed to that world. She was really, I, but I knew that. I, I was tickled. Was yeah, it was fun. I'm really glad that I know that I'll, I, that I can be easily executed. <laughs> that I'll have to Are you going to take your stairs and turn the shower on and then sweet release from this whole thing, from this whole card scenario, this shuffling. Are you going to take your final shower just because I, I found my wish fulfillment? Maybe. Yeah, I might. Yeah. But I, this has been a fun farewell podcast for me. <laughs> I've enjoyed it a lot. Nice to see Tony and Daniel, who I still, you know, I will miss. We'll miss you too. Same. Thank you guys. Thanks. Thanks for being there for me when these two turncoats and betrayers I can just decided to do like this. Doing anything nefarious or like behind someone's back. Well, I'm even aware of like, well, you know, who's going to hate this. That's what, like, that's what I mean. Like, the that's just that you, very, you didn't even think that's what makes it hurt that's all really, the more. Yeah. 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 You and I were just in our own card shuffling world. Yeah. And it's like where, why we weren't the, thinking about Wendy. And yeah, that's what's so just hurtful. in my backyard, like playing the violin, just having my normal day, you know? You're Playing my violin, making <laughs> homemade crackers, doing all my normal stuff. <laughs> and then you guys were doing this, 
you know, I was just having a normal average. I was up on the roof with my lizard. Petting them. Oh, watching the sun go down. And you guys were betraying the shit out of me. Just so go, you're, girl. You're okay. I got something to say about lizards, but Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so put a pin in that. But <laughs> nobody forget, please. Nobody forget, <laughs> Wendy. Despite the fact that you haven't, you're not legally allowed to bathe. You're still making your homemade crackers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who's eating them? Mostly the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, I am getting served nonstop lizard reels on Instagram and just nonstop lizards and specifically, and this is gross, but a lot of people like it. So lizards shed apparently, and it's a lot of reels of people Mm -hmm. helping peel their lizards with tweezers. It is very gross. And I'll see. And I showed one of them to Daniel and he looked Uh at me with a look that said, I don't want to be, I don't want to be married to you anymore. Um, And a lot of the comments, though, were like, oh, so satisfying. And then people were writing all the people commenting lizards. Well, they were writing as if they were lizards. It'd be like, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Now I can hear it because they were pulling this. The sh- they call it the shed, the shed out of the lizard's ear. Like, thanks, mom. Now I can hear so much better. Yeah. What is happening? Um, I'll tell a lot you of what's people- happening. Okay. Analog tweets or TikToks. It's where people tell you about a thing that they saw or liked or disliked. And then you have to hear about it. You're hearing about it in such a like a third party fashion. Well, Daniel it's saw it with his own eyes. You should be ha- happy that I'm not showing it to you. <laughs> so anyway, I keep it's giving me so much of this. And I keep clicking. You can do the, the three dots and then not interested. And then you say like this content makes me uncomfortable. I've every way of saying I don't want to watch this. And then it gave me. The sexiest iguana video I have ever seen. I don't know if anyone saw my story. I swear to God. Is it there's... a woman on a roof violining? <laughs> with her, with her <laughs> contaminated homemade Those crackers? Separate activities. I play the violin. Oh. I make crackers. I go up on the roof to end my day. And I feel like you guys know that. Is there like a little intentionally ramp? provoking me. For the lizard, or do you crawl up into like the attic and have to uh, uh, kind of wiggle open? Uh, Go out a window. A wi- uh, yeah. So then you're yeah. kind of, you know, on the is it a, is a slope like a steep? Yes, slope? there's a slope. It's, it's quite cinematic, David. If you must know the truth, <laughs> the way the sun you hits do. us, we're on a sloped roof. But is gorgeous. it scary? Is it like a at such an angle that it would be dangerous? Did you have to like nail some two by fours for footing? It's not dangerous. I'm very brave. Oh, okay. So You've never been where you're hanging by the rain gutters or anything off. No, the- no. It's a I am both I and the lizard are very courageous. So wait, are you gonna show us one, Allison? I don't yes. want to see it. No, I don't want to see it. Okay. Wait, is this the sexy one or the Yeah, shedding? it's the sexy one. Okay. You promise? I it's you can handle it. Okay. The thing that's upsetting about it is Wait, that is there a, gonna be a shedding thing? No, there's nothing involved? shedding. No. The only thing upsetting about this is that 
It's a lizard. Look at Daniel right now. He's so the upset. only thing upset. Honestly, there's nothing upsetting. The only thing upsetting is that it's a lizard and not like a woman doing burlesque. Because I was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is Just this? Show it. You got to say <laughs> something to make the screen bigger, Allison. Me? Say something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, hello. I'm talking. Okay. So, what is it that you guys are. S- Oh, I, I got to keep talking. Okay. So uh, here, I'll click another. Well, no, I'll do it again. This is like, um, doesn't that look like a woman's leg wearing fishnets? And no, then like, like where it. it's baggy mm-hmm. and loose, it's like her crotch or something. But this is a fucking no. iguana. It looks exactly like an it looks iguana. Like a leg. <laughs> it looks like a lizard <laughs> leg. <laughs> it looks like somebody's giving about. a hand job to a lizard leg. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? It looks like someone's giving a hand job to a lizard leg. Wait a minute. Everyone feels, everyone knows that that's a lizard leg. Everyone. Yeah. Thought, you know what the big that, tail that is? served lizard. The fact that I said it was a lizard. No, that there's the a claw. <laughs> that there would be otherwise a giant human hand behind those legs. Yeah, like a huge, that would be a concern. Right? So wait, everyone felt that that was very lizardy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Allison. Yes, it was a le- the leg of a lizard. <laughs> Do my are are my legs that ugly that you you're used to seeing? I agree. It was being sensually stroked by that <laughs> hand in a way that concerned me. Okay, but other than that, I don't know. I, I need to talk to my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Should we wrap I this episode s- up early? <laughs> I swear to God, it's like it looks like a weird lady in fishnets. Black fishnets. Hmm. <laughs> With five inch legs. <laughs> but like <laughs> the rest of her the, body average The size, size is very confusing very to me. Very small legs. It was, she insists on fishnets. I don't the want size. to be on Instagram. Honey, just focus on your legs. They're, I know they're a little disproportionate, but we'll, they're nice. They are yeah. nice. Trust it's me, all very the confusing. This because the internet wants everything. Your tiny weird lizard baby legs. <laughs> You build this is are going to be a huge hit and be on a podcast. And you build this is sexy, honey. You build build this is sexy lizard <laughs> legs, and now you're backtracking and saying, "Well, yeah, they look like weird, uh, baggy person legs in fishnets." Have it you tried silencing all reels? Can you do that? Yes. Click what? on it right now on any reel. You can like silence all. It's a suggested post, right? If you go onto your Instagram, anything that's a suggested post, oh. I assume you don't follow fuckable yeah. lizard. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a lil. If you click in the corner and then you can say silence all. Sug- oh my God. Hide all suggested posts for 30 days and Ooh. it's best. I am going to, I don't know how I'll get off, but I want to do that. In a um, week, Allison will be going like, I, I don't know how to get rid of it because secretly interesting. She wants it. <laughs> well, you I just swear say, to God. I don't know how I'll get off. I, I said that as a joke. <laughs> okay. okay, look. I'm telling you, I was strangely titillated by that one. Look, when I come in the house, Daniel, I'm showing that one in specific, specifically to you to ask. I said, look, this one's a lizard to everyone. So I think you guys saw it through lizard eyes. I swear, if you didn't know it was a lizard, it is very confusing about what it is. There's a thumb rubbing it. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It has scales. 
And why? I think it's being purposefully titillating. Listen, everyone. Have you ever been affected by that mid-afternoon slump but don't want to grab another coffee? Feels brand new Focus Melts are unlike anything you may already be using to focus. Focus Melts are a fast-acting, long-lasting, and caffeine-free tablet to help you say goodbye to procrastination and reclaim your day. Their fast-acting tablets dissolve in moments, leaving you with improved focus in minutes. Plus, they taste great and can help reduce cravings for snacks. Whenever you need a boost of focus, instead of going for that second or third coffee, pop one tablet. I'm on my fourth coffee today. Uh, Focus Melts are... I should have had a Focus Melt. Focus Melts are powered by tetracitrine, a naturally occurring compound that gives you laser focus. The laser focus you expect from caffeine and other stimulants, but without the crash. Feels has already helped more than 100,000 people take back control and feel better through their premium wellness products, real human support, and their membership program with free delivery straight to your home. It's time to say no to sluggish days and restless nights with Feels Focus Melts. Become a member today and save 50% off your first order of Focus Melts and get free shipping by going to feels.com slash Allison and use code Allison at checkout. As a member, you'll save money on every order and you can easily pause swap or cancel at any time that's feels f-e-a-l-s dot com slash allison and use allison to become a member today say goodbye to procrastination reclaim your day and start feeling better with feels i also want to say if you have a pet they're part of your family fuzzy knows there's nothing that compares to coming home to a wiggle butt or waking up to soft purrs and that we want to keep our pets healthy and make them as happy as they make us uh look i love fuzzy i wish this had been around years ago uh because we had some situation well so fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24 7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals we had some sort of emergency situations with our pets where we freaked out and we either like, drove them, you know, in the middle of the night to the vet or we got on the phone and called the pet poison line and all of it was like very stressful, very expensive. If Fuzzy had been around at the time, it uh, would have, I would have used it immediately from everyday questions to middle of the night emergencies. Fuzzy has the answers pet parents need through live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Fuzzy can answer your pet questions, big and small, urgent and everyday. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet, all of which are handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals and available at discounts exclusive to Fuzzy members. From getting your pet's diet just right to meeting their middle of the night needs to finally figuring out what makes their breath smell that way. Nothing is too big or small for a quick fuzzy call. Right now, Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to your fuzzy, that's Y-O-U-R-F-U-Z-Z-Y.com slash Allison today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements, food, and more at yourfuzzy.com slash Allison. Again, yourfuzzy.com slash Allison for your free trial of fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet recommended products. Okay. 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 I love it. I say, let's say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. All right, listen, I'm going to come clean with something. I did something I hadn't done prior, which is there is a podcast called BF Fancast, uh, which is like an after show 
or it's a show dedicated to this show. And it is hosted by some, uh, they call themselves Allison people, and they are like the nicest, most dedicated listeners of this show. Dave, you met some of them because they came to PodFest. Um, and, and they came th- to the junk show once too. Yeah. They're awesome. They like any sort of live appearance they come to. They are super interactive. They're great. They're n- we like I've I we were at Tamil Shanter recently. We ran into some of the like I always like I I know all many of them by name. Like they're super. They're they're the nicest. They're the best. Um, I had mistakenly assumed that this show was going to be exclusively positive, and I listened to a couple episodes. And first of all, I have to say. They do such a good job. It reminds me of what is the show that is about the Stern show? Is it just the Stern after show? It might just be the wrap up. I don't know what it is. It sort of reminds me of that. Like uh, they do such a good job and it's really they do a really good job of like, you know, OK, so we're going to talk about you know, the, sh- the show that was on this date featuring this person and the show that was on the, and like they listen and they talk, um, but they do not hold back from letting, uh, you know, from, from airing their real opinions about various things that happen on the show, uh, as well they should. Um, that was silly of me to think that they would only have positive things to say, but one of the things they said, which is a really good note was this thing I do where I'll say like, okay, I'm going to say hello and welcome. And, and, you know, I want to thank the new patrons. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I've run out of time. I'll do the rest next week. Um, If my thing is that I'm going to give a shout out to new patrons, I should not find myself in a position where I run out of time. Totally fair. Good note. So I am going to come 100% totally clean and just admit what's really happening. I do not actually run out of time. What it is, is some weeks there's a slew of new patrons and some weeks there's like two or three new patrons. So on a given week where I'm like, holy shit, there's like 20 or 30 new patrons, I will think to myself, I'm going to ration it. I'll do, you know, so I'll like write down a big chunk so that shady. then I know so what? shady. You're so shady, honey. I don't think that's shady. I think no. that's smart. No. I think, I think that's I like that. I think that's smart. Yeah. I think that's smart. I also because don't remember you doing this more than once ever. Was this like a big thing while I was gone or something? Because I, um, I seriously can. I, you did it like a week or two ago, and that's it. Is all I can think of. Tony uh, doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Tony doesn't care for the show. No. Um. I think I've done I've done it a handful of times. All right. A small handful. Like um a, an iguana-sized clawful. Um I I, had, I haven't done it that many times, but I think I had done it on maybe on an, enough for them to yeah, on whatever episode that they had listened to. Uh yeah, so I'm just coming clean that it's not really a time thing. It's more of a me being insecure and going, I know that I have a lot, so to avoid myself uh the embarrassment of being like I'd like to say hello to the new patrons. Hello one person, hello two person. Okay, I just go, "Oh, I know I've got a bunch, so I'm just going to make sure that I have a bunch of names for next week too and it's just really me rationing." But there's no need for me to say we ran out of time. I can just keep that to myself. So, is everyone happy now? I hope so. Okay, I'd like to say hello and welcome to the new. <laughs> Honey, I can't believe that you l- let 
them know that you listened to the show. Why? Because I feel like uh, I think you know, they'd be me, happy to know. Well, okay, but for me, uh, I don't listen because I don't want them to f- ever feel like they can't talk shit about me without hurting my feelings. Like to me, it's like a, they have a safe space to say whatever they want, and they don't have to worry about you know me listening and going like, oh man, they don't, you know, whatever. Like, um. So now well, they know you might listen, and they might be like, you know, oh shit, we don't, we can't be too critical of Allison because she might be listening. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I know what you're saying, but they're all really sweet and 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 re- I mean, they're not. They're all nice and respectful, and they are all like actually quite polished. I know, good but they don't podcasters. Have to be. So I think they. They've been doing it. They've been doing it for a while now. I think they're aware that I could listen at any time. Think they'll they'll handle it. They're grown ups. They can handle it. They can they can do it. Well, we'll see. We'll monitor the fallout. Anyway, I'd love for them to weigh in on that whole shuffling thing that happened. Yeah, just take a side. You know, pick sides because this is the end. You know, pick a side. I know they're going to pick you, but they should. I, 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 well, I don't understand it. You that's know? the thing, Wendy. Going into this whole thing, I would have been like, "Yeah, of course they're going to pick me." But now I'm not mm-hmm. so sure. Yeah, they might and pick I, me. I don't know I what actually, that'll mean. Can you give them? Can you give them a guarantee that if they go to a Great North forum, they go, "Hey, I'm here. I oh came with you. Packed your bag. I packed mine too." I'm here. Will you like it or at least show that you go? Allison goes into their space and listens to what they do. Will you at least like the comment or respond even to say, welcome aboard, friend. You made a good choice. If they go into a great, I don't know what a great North Forum is. I'm sorry. (laughs) We got to find it. I'm sure there's probably a podcast dedicated to it. There's a Reddit. I don't think we have a podcast. We have a Reddit. That's what I'm talking about. I think people on Reddit know that the um, creators of shows do check the Reddit, do look at Reddit. Does it help you, though, to look at it? Because in because that's like my thing with listening and thinking like, oh, I actually it's actually I probably shouldn't listen too much is like. It's it is a weird thing to listen to people like obviously like i'm very close to myself i am myself one could argue um so i love that people are discussing my show as a show but i am so close to it that i it's also i can't be that objective about it always does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah so how is it for for you watching people discuss great north I think I found some, like, some criticisms helpful. Others um, are, like, so breathtakingly mean. You're just like, okay, well, that person just likes to be mean. And also they just don't like it. So there's not, I think the helpful things are someone who likes it, Mm -hmm. but has, like, like, one thing about it. They say, like, oh, this kind of bothers me. And maybe if you hear that from three or four people who like it, but that one thing bothers them, then you sort of go, like, oh, then that makes sense. I have seen some comments that I think are good and and helpful in that, you know, and then, you know, then there's nice comments and those are always like, oh, good. It's like somebody out there enjoyed this. I mean, it's something that made somebody happy for a minute. Um, 
But yeah, it's hard when you're like a new show too, because it's just like, you know, it's not like, um, you know, you're going to hear some bad stuff and it's kind of like, you know, it's tough to hear sometimes, but you know, it's not the end of the world. Do networks yeah. do focus groups or is it all just based on stuff like that? They do. Um, animation doesn't usually get focus grouped. One time my sister and I made a live action pilot and we went to the focus group and it was so bad that it was hilarious. The pilot did not go. The woman who was sent to monitor the focus group seemed to be deriving almost like a sexual pleasure from how bad it was going. I sat behind her and watched as she typed <laughs> on her laptop. She was like, the Molyneux pilot is not well received. People oh say that. And the look on her face was like intensely like she was enjoying it. Like it was a treat for her yeah. for it to be this bad. And like she it was like she was eating the insults and like then like. I don't know. It was very strange, but like literally one man said, they said like, was there any way they could improve it? He's like, I mean, I think, you know, the only way to improve it is like if they didn't write it or make it and they just never did it in the first place. (laughs) Oh my God. The comments were so over the top (laughs) and it was so roundly despised that it was, it was funny. Like we already knew it wasn't going to go. So then focus grouping, it felt sort of like, guys, we already know this isn't going. But I will say the only part where it's sort of like a little bit bought back in the end was the the pilot they were so high on that they had like given themselves a round of applause for making it or whatever. Also, then they put it on the air and it died within the year. So it's like the TV business is so crazy and strange that you can't take anything too like mm-hmm. that experience. I truly did. Like, I, I feel like it didn't like hurt me because it was like, oh, no, we kind of knew it wasn't good. It wasn't going to go. It wasn't terrible or anything. It just wasn't going to make it that year. And so watching the focus group of something we already knew they weren't going to pick up be sort of disliked so strongly by this focus group was like, okay. I mean, it just sort of was like, all right. I mean, we knew that already. I'm not sure why we did this, but that's cool, you know, but like. It was a, it was definitely a weird experience. The weirdest part was watching the person who was ostensibly like was from the company that did decide to make it and how excited she was like, and I do mean like, I felt she was sexually excited by how badly it was going. It was bizarre. I was like, this feels like this is the show, (laughs) this lady. And why is she so sexually excited to see something be torn down? It was a very strange experience. She must love Twitter. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Maybe she loves Twitter. I wonder if she loves lizards. Um, probably, maybe they're hot. That video. Maybe she is that lizard. Okay, yeah. I would like to say hello and welcome to Shelley Murak. I know her in real life. Hello, Shelley. Julie Ziegler, Jackie McCabe, Denise Cero, Julia Henning. She signed up for an annual subscription. She knows what's up. Stacy Myers. All these people know what's up. Amy Morby, Marianne Malkin. Uh, Debbie Cummings, Wendy Curtis. She increased her subscription and converted to annual. She's at the texting level now. Lindsay Pierce, Marie Latham, and Peggy Whitledge. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Reminder, if you are at the texting level, a bunch of posts should, should now be unlocked to you, and you should see that phone number. If you're not seeing it, contact me. You can direct message me. On, you can, like, message me on Patreon or there's, you know, just... Uh, there's many ways to contact me uh, and, and I can get you that phone number, but it sh- you should be able to see it on Patreon. Um, all right. Let's see. I think we should do a segment that I've recently brought back. It is called Topic Sombrero. 
Uh, now, the story of this segment is many years ago, I used to have people send in topics that they wanted us to discuss, and I would pull them out of a sombrero. Uh, I, it, when it first started, I would pull them out of a double boi- broiler, double boiler, double, double boiler, and then I started pulling them out of a sombrero. And then I stopped doing the segment entirely. However, recently I found the topics. So these are vintage topics sent in years ago, which for me mm-hmm. is part of the fun. And we have a song. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick the topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. Okay, guys, once again, these topics were sent in when I was still at the, the warehouse in Burbank. Uh, I, I've put them in a cosmetics case. These could be terrible. I don't know. We need fresh topics. Please send in your topics. show at gmail.com. Maybe I could collect them on Patreon too, but show at gmail.com. Put topic sombrero in the subject line. Okay. All right. Now, if we were in person, which we were all up for in person, except you, Dave. And gotten Dave. COVID. Everyone else here has been impacted by it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so wait, you're then you have, you have COVID or you <clears throat> didn't get COVID? No, we have not. It has not infiltrated our house. So we're, um, and we're traveling soon. That was the main reason. Sorry. That That's okay. I, I would make, I would either. Just to brag. I have not also. <laughs> Look at us doing it. Okay, I'm just gonna. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna read one, and if it and if it appeals to anyone, then we're gonna do it. And if not, I'm gonna keep pulling them. Douchebags and how not to be one. Should I keep going? Okay. Yeah. How to pee on women in the shower? What? Mm, I'm telling you, these are old. Unless there's consent, then yes. Go ahead. You don't know how to do that. If you don't know how, (laughs) yeah. You like maybe don't also know how to pee in the toilet, I guess. Yeah. What's the what's being asked here, really, when you're saying how? Are you trying to sneak it? Because I say, uh, 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 consent is key. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if someone's in your, hey, want to take a shower together, and then you, you, you have that experience and then decide to introduce an unprompted secret peeing on them. Right. Hell no. Wendy, are we yeah. just rubbing it in by talking about showering? I would honestly love to have someone pee on me just like because like <laughs> separate from the shower because I think that doesn't count. I think that's one way I could be watered. Yeah. So um, uh, for is my it, show, this was pretty, I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I got to say that. Is ignorance bliss? I mean, I think probably everyone who's a thinking person at one point has thought to themselves, if I were dumber would i be happier right that's a thought that i've certainly Mm -hmm. had yeah i think we say the word wrong i think we think that being ignorant and i I didn't know that is what's really happening i think ignorance like we choose to ignore things which everyone does if we knew the level of like trafficking genital mutilation 
abject poverty, people taking apart electronics and filthy, disgusting water around them, it would be too much. So we're, we ignore, we choose to sort of ignore delving into that. So we're ignorant is the word I, as how I, if I could put on my glasses here, I have choose, <laughs> but we all do. We all do that to keep ourselves happy. And then I, I don't know that we get to choose the bliss point we get to. Wait, did you say um, taking apart electronics in dirty water? Yeah. You know, they have like piles of uh, electronic trash. Oh, I didn't. People just like. I am ignorant of that. I think there's just so much stuff like that, that when you crack that open and dive into it, like, oh my God, this world, this planet, this species. Yeah. Much. Well, gosh, on that happy note, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't understand. I'm very, I'm full, I'm very dumb, so I don't know. I don't buy that for one minute. Although I feel like I have become, I mean, Daniel recently said to me, are you secret to me? He said, are you secretly dumb? And I said, I don't think it's a secret. It's just like use it or lose it. And I'm losing it. My, my brain faculties. You guys, you guys both have such amazing vocabularies. It's, it's intimidating. And it's anyone that has a great vocabulary can objectively not be dumb. Because you have all the words to avoid sounding dumb. That's I was I just too. doing a bit, but now that we're debating it, I'm worried. <laughs> I don't like I, when um, people are like, oh, I'm it dumb. Was a like, bit, and then I'll, I'll like, no, 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 you're great. So now, well, that's, no, but that's how dumb I, that's how dumb I am. Now I'll give up officially. That's how dumb I am. That I didn't know it was a bit. I learned a new word today on Twitter, which is not a sentence you hear often. Nugatory. Did you know that word, Wendy? Mm-mm. Tell me all about it. Is Nugatory. That Ted Nugent owns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nugatory. It means like negligible or worthless. And it was hmm. regarding the fact that Harry Styles is being called the king of pop by Rolling Stone. But Michael Jackson has trademarked that. So Twitter was all angry about like, how can Rolling Stone call Harry Styles the king of pop when, and they were saying that like, someone was saying that it makes the title nugatory. And I was like, is that a word? And then I looked it up and lo but, and behold, it is. But hmm. the, is the King of Pop like uh, a title that you get to retain after you pass away? I mean, normally when a king dies, there's a new king. I don't know. I, di- I didn't look into the succession of that title. Anyway, um, this has been delightful. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us Oh, we didn't do iTunes comment of the week. We'll do that next week. Leave us a nice review. Uh, five stars is our favorite number on Apple Podcasts, please, or wherever you're listening. Listen to my other podcasts, Upworthy Weekly and um, Childish. And follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And um, I already mentioned Patreon. Wendy, where might we find you? I'm just at Wendy Molino on Twitter. Um, you can watch The Great North. We return September 25th for the premiere, same night that Bob's Burgers, the other show I work on, also premieres. Um, you can stream the Bob's Burgers movie on Hulu and HBO Max right now. And what else? Oh, on Instagram, I'm The Great North Wendy. If you Yay. Follow me there. Okay. Oh, and David and I have a podcast, but he can tell you all about that because I'm done talking. Dave, what about you? Yes, we talk about uh, how dumb Wendy is. Uh, 
<laughs> These are those tapes. <laughs> the dumb cast. <laughs> the dumb cast using words and attempting to use words. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real. People think it's a fake show. It's real. And <laughs> I have um, a podcast called Space Cave. And then these sketches I've been writing will come out at some point in a show called Intercepts. Uh, all that can be found at davidhunsberger.com as well as stand-up albums and a couple visual things I've made over the years as well. Awesome. Daniel? You can follow me at Twitter and Instagram, Daniel Quants. That's it. And Tony? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And uh, Bizarre Albums every Tuesday, which is my podcast. And in September, the beginning half of September, I'll be back out with Motion City Soundtrack, much to Allison's delight. Uh, only like 10 shows in the Midwest and East Coast. Come on out and see us. That's it. Your arm's going to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time.